Welcome to the Positively Fit Podcast. This is the podcast for you to ditch the diets and become the strongest version of yourself through proper nutrition, mindset, and movement. Every single Sunday, we will be bringing you a new episode by one of us coaches that will empower you to unapologetically show up for yourself. We are here to give you the fitness and mindset hacks to bring out the strongest and most confident version of you. Welcome to the Posley Fit Podcast. I'm your host today, Meg, the owner of Posley Fit Community. Some of you guys might know me as Fit Little Meg. And for today's episode, I brought my best friend, Kristen, on because she is pregnant and we thought it'd be so fun to talk about prioritizing your health while being pregnant, but also being 30 and being pregnant because she is 30 and as Some of you may know I am 31 and not pregnant yet, but before we dive in, Kristen, welcome. Glad to have you. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself for those who don't know you. So my name is Kristen. I'm a board certified nurse practitioner. I am the founder of The Perfect Dose, which is a med spa located in Scottsdale, Arizona, and of Perfect Dose RX, which is a skincare line that merges clean beauty with medical grade ingredients. It is literally the best. I'm not kidding when I say that every time I go out in public, someone compliments me on my skin. Oh my gosh. They're like, you are glowing. What do you (laughs) use? And I always am like, just go go to the perfect dose. She will get you all hooked up. She knows everything skincare. Yes. Everything skin, beauty, injections. I'm your girl. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's dive in. Tell us how does it feel being 30 and pregnant because I know that when I was 16 I know when you were 16 we always thought we'd be pregnant when we were 24 and super young yeah so being 30 and pregnant actually feels really good I will kind of dive into some of the fears I have associated with the stigmas like like you said I think everyone thinks they're going to be pregnant married all this stuff Mm -hmm. in their early 20s and Mm -hmm. for me that wasn't the case I got pregnant in my 30s. I got married last year when I was 29, so just a few months shy of being 30. Mm-hmm. And I actually think it was a really great thing. I feel like it allowed me to be really prepared for this pregnancy, really ready to start a family and be established in my career, in my marriage, and in life in general. So yeah. I'm excited. I love that. And I think it's such a great reminder because we do put these timelines on ourselves and we put these high expectations. But you guys, we write our own stories. We write our own stories. You can get pregnant. You can get married. You can have your kids. Like when you feel right, when it feels right to you and you feel ready. Don't let everyone else, don't let all the opinions try to tell you what to do. Yeah. I mean, if you go to Google, it will tell you that if you get pregnant in your 30s, you're most likely going to struggle with fertility issues. Mm -hmm. So I went into getting pregnant thinking, okay, I'm not going to get pregnant on my own. I'm going to need IVF. It's going to take me a long time. I had all of these, I guess, mental holdbacks, if you put it like that, Mm -hmm. um, and fears surrounding getting pregnant. And they were all completely wrong. I think everyone has their own journey and You can't just rely on Google and what the world's telling you. You really have to listen to yourself, your body, and just where you are in life. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely by prioritizing your health, you're going to be able to be older and get pregnant. Like that's going to help so much. And I think that's definitely something that helped you because you do prioritize your health. And I know you were really on it when you guys were trying. Yeah, I think 
wanting to get pregnant actually sparked this fire in me like I was like okay I want to get pregnant this is the time for me to really prioritize my health to really make sure I'm listening to my body I'm exercising I'm eating healthy I'm doing all the right things to help prepare my body for these big changes especially because I have PCOS which is polycystic ovarian syndrome Mm -hmm. um I know a lot of people struggle with this and it's a big topic with infertility so again that was another one of my fears i'm 30 i have pcos will i get pregnant and that was really really motivating for me to really change my lifestyle yeah absolutely and now we're not saying that you can get pregnant at any age because that's definitely not the case and i know for me my big goal is to hopefully be pregnant before 35 because I know after 35 you are considered high risk but again I think if you are someone who does prioritize your health you probably are going to be able to get pregnant after 35 easier than someone that isn't in fact I was actually I pulled out my NASM textbook this morning I wanted to refresh my studies and make sure that I remember everything it talked about with people being pregnant but it did say in there that if you live a sedentary lifestyle you are automatically at any age considered a high risk pregnancy Yeah, I think prioritizing your health is super important and everyone has their own journey with fertility, right? Mm -hmm. So we're not here to tell you you're absolutely going to get pregnant if you're healthy because you might not. Very true. It really just depends on your body, but there's so many options out there and I think ultimately just really aligning yourself with having a healthy mindset, healthy fitness goals, eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle and then also complementing that with Mm -hmm. talking to your OB, your doctor, it will really help you establish a plan to get pregnant at any age and have a really healthy pregnancy. Yeah. And I hope that this podcast, if anything, really motivates you guys to prioritize your health, especially if you're someone that wants to get pregnant. Like that statistic I just pushed out there, like if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will, right? Like I hope that really motivates you to prioritize your health so that you are not considered this high risk pregnancy. Absolutely. And with that, tell us a little bit of like the changes you may have noticed or that you have made when it comes to prioritizing your health now that you are pregnant in in that first trimester. Yeah, so I think this is kind of a big struggle because first of all, you're exhausted, like a different kind of tired. I literally fell asleep at dinner the other day and looked crazy. You also feel nauseous. So it's really hard finding that motivation and I don't think people really prepare you for pregnancy and the changes that your body is going to go through. Like you look on Instagram and you see these girls that look freaking perfect and they're like, I'm pregnant. I'm loving my life. And (laughs) I have not had that experience. It's been really hard. I feel bloated. I feel tired. I feel nauseous. Um, I feel different. I'm super moody. Things are different. And now that I'm almost 11 weeks, I'm starting to be on the up and up of that. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely been a little bit of a struggle. However, I have continued to stay motivated and just kind of doing what I can. For example, uh, if I'm tired and I don't want to do my regular hit class, I'm going to get on the treadmill and incline walk for 30 minutes or even just walk outside. I found that moving my body actually has helped me feel better. Yeah. Even though I'm really tired and I don't want to, if I force myself, I feel so much better afterwards. I'm not pregnant, but I can (laughs) tell you that I'm the same way that... 
especially after work when I have like five calls and I feel so drained. Like the last thing I want to do is move my body or work out. And I know you mentioned something about how you stay motivated, but I don't even think it's motivation because you probably aren't motivated. It's accountability. It's holding yourself accountable because you know how much prioritizing your health makes you feel better. Yeah. And it's that dedication. And that's truly what it's about, you guys. No one is going to be motivated 24-7. Trust me. There's so many days I'm not motivated. But I'm I'm dedicated because I know that I will feel better after I move my body. After I prioritize my health. So that really holds us to continue to do it. 100%. And also, working out during pregnancy can help you have a healthier pregnancy. Mm -hmm. It's really important to try to strengthen your core during pregnancy. To stay active not just for you but for the baby so i think for me just trying to write down my goals in the morning has been really helpful i'm like okay today i'm gonna try to work out just for 20 minutes right yeah some days i do way more some days i literally make it to my 20 minute mark and i'm done but at least i'm doing something so i found that has been really helpful with my accountability mm-hmm. is just committing to 20 minutes of doing something a day that's super easy yeah i love that it does talk so much about how it is so good for your core and improving that pelvic floor. And really with the first trimester, I mean, again, always, always, always talk to your doctor, you guys, but it does talk about that you can pretty much do anything that you were doing. You know, if you weren't someone that was prioritizing your health or lifting weights, you don't want to just start doing that with your first trimester. But for the most part, you can do whatever you were doing according to your body. Obviously, listen to your body. It's more the second and third trimester where you do need to be more careful. You want to avoid exercises laying down on your stomach or on your back and be a lot more cautious of that as your stomach is getting bigger your baby's growing yes so for me my workouts haven't changed too much I still go to my hit classes I still incline walk the only thing that's been a little different for me is I'm not lifting as heavy so whereas before I might grab like 20 pound dumbbells now I'm doing 12 so I'm listening my body I'm going a little bit lighter in my weight but um oh and i think that's smart no hot yoga do you know why that is so you're not supposed to heat up your body during Mm. pregnancy i think that having severe body temperature changes isn't good for you or the baby so actually you can't do saunas cold plunges jacuzzis hot yoga and you have to be careful working out outside when it's really hot so those are really the big changes. Especially in Arizona, my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm drinking over 100 ounces of water a day. I am so thirsty. And I'm someone that had to like force myself to drink two water bottles. Like, yeah. <laughs> so hard for me. Yeah. But I'm so thirsty. That is so, so important. Definitely important to drink that water and that fluids. Talk to us a little bit about cravings because you always hear that when you get pregnant, you have these high, crazy cravings. So I, I want to hear all about it. Okay, so actually, I feel like I've only had one insane craving. There was this time that I was actually doing a consultation at the end of the day with one of my patients, and this is like so embarrassing, but I literally was having a hard time focusing because I was just picturing an In-N-Out burger. It's freaking all I wanted. It sounded so good. Sounds good. (laughs) Immediately after work, I called my husband and I was like, I'm picking you up and we're going in and out right now. And (laughs) so we went to in and out and I had a double double with fries, but I got a protein style. So I was trying to still make a little bit of a healthy choice. Um, That was really my biggest pregnancy cravings. Otherwise, I've been actually wanting healthy foods. I really want fruits. I want salads. Sometimes healthy food doesn't sound good to me, but I try to force myself to eat it because, again, 
I'm not eating for two. I think that's something you can talk about a little yeah. bit. But you are nourishing your baby. Everything you put in your body yeah. is fueling your baby. Yeah, and you want to fuel your baby with good foods. Like, absolutely, I'm all about that balance. And, you know, you have some high cravings, let yourself enjoy the chocolate or the ice cream or the cake or the you know in and out whatever it may be but on a daily basis you want to still be eating healthy foods that's what's going to be best for the baby yeah I think for me I feel better absolutely I've been less restrictive like if I want something I have it but I'm still trying to eat really healthy and nourish my body Mm -hmm. and pay attention to that I was actually really surprised you're only supposed to have an additional 300 calories a day during your entire pregnancy wow it doesn't increase to like five or six hundred until breastfeeding ah that makes sense yeah so you really don't need don't need that much extra no well Kristen and I have been we're gonna start recording all the times that we eat fun foods together while she's pregnant because you know as her best friend it's my responsibility to eat the foods with her 100% (laughs) and I'm gonna do the same for Meg when she gets pregnant (laughs) it's great I love it well, with skincare, talk to us a little bit about how that has changed. Because like we said earlier, Kristen is the expert with skincare and all things aesthetic. So I know you can't get Botox, right? Yes. And no that Botox. is really hard. So, <laughs> or filler, right? Yeah, you can get anything. So basically, I got lucky because I got Botox right before I found out I was pregnant. So thankfully, my face is looking yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> there's just no clinical data on the safety of Botox and fillers during pregnancy. Yeah. Good luck getting a group of pregnant women to officially take a clinical trial and find out if it's safe. No one wants to do that. (laughs) Exactly. And most people say that it is safe and there's really not a chance that it crosses that placental barrier, but it's better to be safe and just avoid everything during pregnancy. So I've just been really focusing on my skincare. I think there's a lot of people that think you can't use any skincare products during pregnancy, and that is wrong. There's actually only two products you can't use, which are retinol and hydroquinone. For those of you guys who don't know, hydroquinone is a pigment cream that helps for melasma and hyperpigmentation. Mm -hmm. And retinol is a product that helps increase your cell turnover, helps with wrinkles, all of the things. Um, So those are the only two products you have to haul out of your skincare. However, you can incorporate Bacuchiol, which is on my line. That is amazing. It's the best stuff. It's a plant-based retinol alternative that is pregnancy safe, helps with hyperpigmentation, fine lines, wrinkles. You use it right now. Mm -hmm. It gives you such a glow. I I use it a couple times a week because it's it basically replaces any type of like night cream lotion because it just glows my whole skin and makes me glowy. Absolutely. So I love it. And you also can still use your glycolic and salicylic acids. Yes. And vitamin C. Yes. Vitamin C you can wear every single day. Super safe. You can cleanse your skin. You can wear sunscreen. Um, Salicylic and glycolic acid, which are AHAs, you can still use as well. However, you just have to watch the percent of the ingredient. For salicylic, it's 2% or less. And glycolic, it is 10% or less. I love that. Well, those of you listening, you should definitely go check out Kristen's line. She has an incredible medical grade skincare line. And tell us your website and everything. Yes, thank you. It is perfectdoserx.com. And Meg is going to post a discount code for you guys, code PFC. Yes, so you guys can save a little bit. Check it out. Let us know if you have any questions too. And if you're local in the Arizona area, you definitely need to come check out Perfect Dose. We're in her place right now. It's incredible. Her room 
rooms are awesome. I know they're getting a makeover down here too. We are. I'm so excited. We are doing a total facelift of the practice. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. Well, awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope this episode was helpful and we will see you guys next week on the Posley Fit Podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Posley Fit Podcast. I am forever grateful for your constant support, love, and encouragement. You all mean more than you will ever know. Please let me know any topics you'd like to hear on the podcast. And if this episode resonated with you in any way, it would mean the world if you could share with your friends, family, and social media. If you haven't done so already, please take a second to rate, review this podcast on iTunes so I can continue to bring you value. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week on the Posley Fit Podcast.